Welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Many families have a family business. Perhaps your grandparents were farmers, your parents are farmers, and you will be a farmer when you grow up. Or maybe your family has owned and operated a restaurant or retail store for several generations. For some families, the military is their family business. Today, we will learn about a man who came from a long line of military members, John McCain. John Sidney McCain III was born in Panama on August 29, 1936. At the time he was born, his father, John S. McCain, Jr., was serving in the United States Navy and was stationed there. John was the second of three children born to the McCain family. The senior McCain was stationed at many different bases, and the family moved often during John's childhood. John's grandfather also served as an admiral in the U.S. Navy. There had been members of the McCain family in every war since the American Revolution. Since he moved around so much, John did not make friends easily. He had a terrible temper and was often in trouble for fighting with the other children. He enjoyed reading, and his parents did their best to provide him with an excellent education. It was important that John get good grades to graduate from high school and enter the U.S. Naval Academy so that he, too, could enter the family business. In 1954, John graduated from high school and was accepted into the Naval Academy. It was difficult for him, and he often struggled with the structure and his studies. He left the academy in 1958, holding the lowest officer rank in the Navy. After leaving the academy, John began learning how to fly airplanes. He was a carrier pilot, taking off and landing on the moving ships in the tossing sea. One of the places he trained was McCain Airfield in Mississippi. This airfield had been named in honor of his grandfather. John had a lot to live up to. John enjoyed flying, but what he really wanted to do was fly in combat. John got the chance to do that in 1966. The United States was fighting the Vietnam War, and John was stationed on the aircraft carrier USS Forrestal. He was 31 years old and a lieutenant commander in the U.S. Navy. John had just gotten started when a terrible accident happened. A missile from a nearby airplane was accidentally launched just as John was preparing to take off. He immediately jumped out of his plane just as the missile hit the fuel tank of another plane. The fire was all around him as he ran from the scene. His clothing caught fire. The fire blazed on, igniting another bomb. The blast knocked John off his feet and threw him ten feet. Metal shrapnel from the bomb pierced his body. Fire was everywhere, and more bombs were set off. John escaped with only the shrapnel injuries, but 134 sailors on board were killed. But John still wanted to fly. On October 26, 1967, tragedy struck again. John's plane was hit by a missile just after he dropped his bombs over Hanoi. He found himself on the ground, surrounded by angry North Vietnamese citizens. They hit and kicked at him. The enemy took him prisoner. He was badly injured from the crash, and because he would not give his captors information about the American military plans, he was beaten. John feared he would die in the prison camp. 
But when the enemy learned about John's grandfather, they sent him to a hospital to be treated. The care he received was not great, and his health declined. The North Vietnamese did not want him to die because they thought he was a valuable prisoner, but they did not treat him very well. He suffered from fevers and infections. His broken arms were not set properly, and he weighed less than 100 pounds. John was tortured and eventually signed a confession admitting to crimes with his bombing raids. He remained a prisoner until the war ended. He was not released until March 14, 1973. He had been held for almost six years. It took many months of medical treatment and therapy for John to regain his strength. He was not able to return to combat due to his injuries. He would walk with a limp and not be able to raise his arms over his head for the rest of his life. John was promoted to commander and stationed at Cecil Field in Jacksonville, Florida. John left the Navy in 1981 and started working for his father-in-law. He also thought about running for public office. In 1982, he was elected to represent the state of Arizona in the United States Congress. He was re-elected in 1984. In 1986, John was elected to the U.S. Senate. His military experience helped him as he served on the Senate Armed Service Committee. John announced his candidacy for U.S. President in September 1999. He was competing for the Republican nomination against several other men, most notably George W. Bush. John dropped out of the race in March 2000, and Bush was elected in November. He announced he would run for president again in 2007. This time, he was successful in winning the nomination. He faced Barack Obama in the 2008 election and lost, so he returned to the U.S. Senate. He was elected to his fifth term in 2010. In 2016, at 80, John won his sixth Senate race. In July 2017, John was diagnosed with brain cancer. He received treatment and continued his work in the Senate as long as possible. John passed away on August 25, 2018. Men and women from both political parties spoke about how brave he was and how he had honorably served his country for so many years. Thanks for tuning in to the Inquisikids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description. 